podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Ava Ryer and Aaron Bell. Hey listeners, this is Aaron Bell, your co-host, back at again with another episode of the Bowen Bruins Sports Podcast. Today, first time ever, Ava Ryer, our co-host, will be on the other side of the interview with her amazing coach, Miss Mosca. So, let's dive into the interview. What positions or position do you play or did you play? Yes. In high school, I was an outside hitter. And in college, I was a middle blocker. I started off as an outside, and then when I started travel, I played middle for a few years. So now now I switch between outside and middle, and sometimes Moscow puts me in a center. All right. So you talked about starting off. Uh, how does one exactly start off playing volleyball? You guys. Well, volleyball is a sport where people usually start playing in the later years, like as opposed to soccer, where kids usually start at three or four. Volleyball is a sport where the kids usually start around middle school age. I actually started around like fourth grade in PAL, so it was like learning like the basic basics, just kind of like just playing around for fun. Um, and then middle school, um, I tried out, didn't make the team, and then made it in eighth grade after I joined travel, and then just kind of gets more competitive from there. Nice, nice, nice. All right, this is a fun question. Uh, you guys like uh, beach volleyball better or indoor volleyball, and why? I, I personally like indoor better. I've played both, but I like indoor better because it's more of a team sport. Uh, there's six people on the court as opposed to beach, which is two. So I like that team camaraderie on the indoor team. I agree. And also, like, with beach volleyball, there's just so much more, like, um, they have to take in, like, to consider, like, there's wind they have to deal with. And there's also, like, the sand, it's harder to jump. And there are different rules. And you have to, like, uh, pass the ball, like, very... Um, and very accurate to like your partner because there's only one other person on the court with you. But some pros that I've gone out of playing beach is that it makes like your calves huge. So you're able to jump like really high once you get off the court and it makes you able to move around more, able to dive and like be less afraid to get on the floor. But I honestly prefer indoor. Right. What's your favorite type of hit and why? Ooh, my favorite is any fast middle attack because it's probably the hardest to defend. I really like line shots. I personally, I'm not the best at them, but like once I get them down or like it's just right on that line, it's so, it's so good, especially like it's right directly on the line and they call it in. It's so good. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm a line shot guy and I can, I can hit a cross shot too. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you like playing like volleyball tournament style or like regular like games with three sets? I like playing tournament style because then it's more games in a day um, instead of the, the quick games. Uh, I enjoy both, but I think the best part about playing tournament style is if you have a bad game, there's always another match to play um, where you can redeem yourself. I agree. Like um, 
with child volleyball, it's pretty much like only tournaments and you're just playing volleyball like all day, um, almost like every weekend. Sometimes these tournaments go on for like two to three days and you're just playing like four games every single, like all those days you're at those tournaments. Um, and also like what Mosca said, like um, there's not really like too much pressure on just one single game unless it's like a playoff game because then you can just redeem yourself the next game. Agree. What is one skill you feel like you really improved on since last season? Since last season, um, I think I think I might have improved on moving around more, getting to the ball. Because I remember, um, especially in my sophomore year when I first got pulled to varsity, <laughs> Mosca always yelled at how my feet were glued to the floor. <laughs> and there's even like a video on a game somewhere. <laughs> I fall on the floor, didn't move my feet, and she goes, move your butt! And like, the whole gym goes silent, and um, all my teammates are like, it's okay, Ava, like, block it out, like, just don't listen to her, like, she's just trying, like, she's, uh, she's competitive. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I get it. <laughs> like, I know I had to move. But um, after working with, like, my other travel coaches and um, moving around more, staying on my toes, I think I definitely got a lot better moving around on the court. What skill do you think you improved on since last season? As a coach, I yeah. think I have developed a lot more patience since last season. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. All right. Explain to listeners, because this is two different, like, you guys see the games two different ways. How, how do you, like, see a viable game from uh, start to finish? So as a coach, I could see, you know, I see my whole entire team and every single position they're in and every single movement they make all at once, uh, which is obviously different than how a player sees the game. But I'm also able to see the opponents and read what they're about to do next, which from a player's perspective, depending on their positioning on the court and their angle, they can't always see what, what I'm seeing. So that's the advantage of being on the sidelines is you really have a better perspective of what's going on. So as of being on the court, no offense, Moscow, like I <laughs> I usually like just focus on what's going on the court. And I usually like kind of block out what's going on like outside of the court. Like if there's like a loud like crowd going on, someone's trying to talk to you from the sideline, I kind of just block it out and just try to focus on like the game itself and like the next move and what's going on. And like what Moscow said, like, um, Sometimes it's harder for us to see on the court um, what the opponent is doing, such as like if you're about to defend a ball that they're hitting and the block is like right in front of you and you can't really see um, what the what the hitter is doing. And then you just kind of have to try and like listen around to like the people around you to try and find out what they're doing. As of being on the sidelines, you just know right away. And then like if someone on the court misses it, you're like, oh, why did they miss it? But sometimes like you just can't really see it. So it's like Moss said, it's like all just different perspectives. Are you guys uh, preparing for your uh, next game? Well, we have a very um, competitive team up next. It's Massapequa, which is always a fun match because we always rise to the occasion and play hard. So we are working on our blocking specifically because they are a really good offensive team and um, just keeping our serves in and playing relentless defense. We've been doing um, a lot of drills where every single person on the team tries to serve 
uh, two balls in a row over the net. Everyone has to serve them um, all in a row, and we get three shots to do it. So it really pushes us to try and get those serves over and in, and then we transfer that into our games. And I think as you go along, our serving errors go lower and lower and lower. And at our last practice, like Ma said, we worked on blocking and kind of like broke it down to the basics, like how your hand should look, how the timing should be, where you should angle it, so we can really um, get that offense team um, out when we play Massapequa. Your time at Bowman High School playing with Moscow, well, playing for Moscow. So I definitely think I've had a huge improvement <clears throat> looking back from freshman year compared to now. Um, I was definitely a lot more inexperienced my freshman year, and I, I had the opportunity to try out um, with the varsity girls my freshman year, and Moscow told me that she wanted me to stay on JV and then get some bait so that way I can play more and get more experience in so that sophomore year I'll be ready for varsity. And then when I got pulled up, I definitely felt really intimidated being the youngest on the team. Um, and I remember when I started our first game of the season, I was terrified because I was so scared of just messing up and really all I wanted to do was just to make my coaches proud and make everyone else proud and try and like prove them that I earned the spot that I got and you know like obviously like first game jitters I did not do my best but you know like as I got more experience I've um I didn't get like less nervous but more like more calm when I enter the court, more relaxed, and you know, like just kind of telling myself, like um, you've played games harder than this, like this is just another team, like it won't matter, in, like in the future, like don't put so much pressure on yourself. And I was just trying, like, bring everybody up around me and try and tell them the same thing. And you know, I put a lot more focus into the game. And compared, like, to freshman year, it's also just skill-wise. I think because the more experience I got over the years, I've got a lot better skill-wise. All right, all right. All right, this one's for you, Miss Mosca. Uh, do players influence how you coach, like your coaching style, and if so, how? Um, to an extent, I think I have a pretty consistent coaching style, but you also have players that are receiving the, your style of coaching better than others based on just, you know, their personality. Um, so there are some players that you know, I can, you know, be a little tougher on and, and they'll execute or, or do what they need to do, whereas others I need to take a different approach to make sure we get the same results. But overall, I think I'm pretty consistent in the way I coach. All right, all right. Now we are up to the unbearable questions. You know, since we are the Bruins, back at it again with another episode. All right. In your dream sports fantasy, what would your ideal walkout song? Like you're walking out to the volleyball court, going to war. What are you picking? It's always Eye of the Tiger for me. <laughs> okay. That's good. Um, I don't know why, because I like don't really listen to the song, but the first one that came to my head was Turn Down for What? <laughs> See, with me, it varies. Like, depends who I'm going against and when. You know, different times of day, different like feels. You know. Because I play all around. Mm -hmm. All year round. All right. Uh, every athlete has one. What is your uh, pregame meal or snack? Ooh, pregame meal would usually be, in high school, it was always like a quart of frozen yogurt. Oh. 
ice cold yogurt, which is weird, I know. Um, and then in college, it was always like chicken and pasta, I would say. How about now? Now I don't really have a pregame meal except coffee to keep me awake for these late games we have this season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it kind of varies for me with like school volleyball um, because I usually don't like have time to like have a like a meal I guess but with like travel tournaments you have to like get up early I usually I have like cereal every morning but if it's like um, in a hotel or something almost every time I go to Starbucks and get a caramel frappuccino and a croissant <laughs> I know, it, like, with tournaments, like, in between games, do you have, like, something so you can refuel for the next game? Like, what would you have? Um, I, like, for, like, tournaments? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll pack, like, something light, like a granola bar or, like, those uh, freeze-dried fruits. Oh. But sometimes, like, at away tournaments, they'll have, like, snack bars, and I'll buy something there if I don't have any food. because uh, usually, like, especially, like, my team, like we always we're, we're getting the granola bars. Granola bars is yeah. must have. We usually have the fruit snacks and then don't forget the small Gatorades. <laughs> Just, this, that has to be like the setup, the perfect setup. You can never go wrong with that. All right, who is your favorite athlete and why? So my favorite athlete of all time was Kobe Bryant or is Kobe Bryant because um, I grew up watching him. Um, on the Lakers, a uh, huge Laker fan my whole life. I like the way he carried himself, the way he played. Um, so that's who I always think of when people ask me that question. I don't really have like an all-time favorite athlete, but my favorite volleyball athlete is uh, Samantha Baricio. Why? Um, I remember watching her, like some clips that she's done like playing professionally on YouTube one time. It's like how I first like, uh, noticed her and I don't know she was just so like powerful and the way that she would always just take over the court and how everyone was just so intimidated by her and I just love that. That was a unique interview with Ava on the other side. I gotta say it was qu quite crazy but a good type of crazy. All right listeners this is Mr. Kelly advisor of the podcast this year. Super excited super exciting news. For the second year in a row, the Bolden Bruins Sports Podcast has been nominated as the best podcast on Long Island in Bethpage Federal Credit Union's Best of Long Island competition. We were super fortunate last year with your help. We won Best Podcast on Long Island last year. And ladies and gentlemen, we want to repeat. So we need your help. Voting starts on Monday. Uh, go to Best of Long Island's website and vote. Vote every single day for the next three months, ladies and gentlemen. We need your help. Well, this was an episode for first. That was Mr. Kelly's first time being on air at the Bowling Bruins Sports Podcast. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this episode. Please reach out to your family and friends to spread the word. This is Aaron, signing off. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.